on yesterday, he went in and in one motion, he fired 11,000 employees. Now, this is just phase one of restructuring at Meta. What? That's a lot of human beings. Like, I, I know it just sounds like a number when you hear it, like, like, but these are people. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's good, everybody? This is Marcus from Black Mary Death Free, and you are checking out our quick cast. Let's get it. What's going on, everybody? This is Marcus Black Mary Death Free, and I would like to welcome you to another episode of the quick cast powered by Black Mary Death Free. And yes, I am very excited to be here with you on today. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for all the support you've shown Black Mary Day Free. We are creeping up on 900,000 downloads, uh, lifetime downloads for the Black Mary Day Free podcast. So we want you to stay locked in, continue to uh, check out what we got going on. Now, this is a midweek podcast that uh, we present to you all every Thursday. This is where me, just Marcus, gets to sit down and talk about some economic news, talk about pop culture, talk about anything I'm feeling. And on Sunday, we drop our Monday morning, actually, we drop our podcast, Black Mirror Day Free podcast, our main podcast with me and Shira both. So we we, we, we trying to bring you all this, this heat, this content and keep you abreast to what's going on in the economy as we enter a recession. Um, we definitely want you to stay locked in. And so if you're enjoying this content, if you enjoy this podcast, do us a huge favor and immediately following this podcast or right now, you know, you could you could pause this and come back, but leave us a five star review on whatever platform you're viewing this. It really, really helps us be visible in the podcast algorithm. So if you can leave us a five star review, that would be great. And we, we don't want you to just do that. We want to give you a gift for doing that. We want you to Email us once you've done that. Email us blackmarriedatfree at gmail.com. Let us know that you left a review and we're going to respond with a link to our master class. Get out of debt and start building wealth. Now, this master class is almost two hours of on demand footage. You can watch it on your mobile device, iPad, uh, your laptop, wherever you see fit. And we really do a deep dive on exactly how we were able to pay off six figure debt in 2017 and how we have been currently building wealth through the stock market, through real estate since then. So we do a deep dive on, on exactly how 
you know, you can do that in the steps we use to do that. So do yourself a favor and leave a review so you can get that totally free. Um, but yeah, let's get right into it. We have so much to cover today, man. The economy is just lit right now. So we're just going to kind of touch on the hot topics. It, uh, is the 10th and it looks like the 10th of November. And it looks like the CPI report, uh, has dropped as far as the inflation numbers and there, I want to get exactly the numbers. Let's see here. I should have had this pulled up already, but long story short, while I pull this up, inflation has not increased. Okay. So we got, we got, we got some, some numbers here. Let's see. Bureau of labor statistics. Okay. So the latest numbers for the consumer price index as of October 2022. Okay, let's see here. Let's see here. Okay, so in October, consumer price index of all urban consumer increased 0.4%, seasonally adjusted and rose 7.7% over the past 12 months. Okay. The index for all items, less food and energy. Like I said before, uh, the CPI report uh, takes out food, energy, and I think housing. But uh, it's up 6.3% over the past year. So long story short, the inflation was mild, right? It wasn't, it didn't raise crazy. Um, It may have even gone down a had and we know that any time these reports drop it affects uh it has volatility for the stock market and so after a few bad days uh, the stock market has rallied and this article from business insider says stock market news uh, says stock stocks stage blowout rally after mild cpi report so that was as of 17 minutes ago per uh, business insider. So stocks are, are stock market is still open currently as it is. Uh, I think it's getting ready to close here soon. But um, so that's that's somewhat positive. Uh, I saw some economists saying that this little rally here may be the last of the year because it's going to start to get a little get a little worse. But that's positive. That's like inflation hasn't gotten worse. Right. Um, But as we know. I believe we've been in a recession for about five to six months now. Okay, And. A refresh, a recession is defined by two bear, two consecutive bear market quarters. Right. And we had that. We've had that already. We're in the third quarter, which we haven't gotten the numbers for the third quarter. We're in the fourth quarter. We haven't got the numbers for the third quarter yet. And, um, you know, it's just been a down year overall for the stock market. And usually that is the de- de- the definition of a recession. Con- you know, two consecutive bear quarters. And if you study recessions, you know that there's multiple things that um, happen during recession. 
uh, really three things. One is, like I said, the bear markets, down market, and then inflation, high inflation, which we see that. And the one thing that was keeping people like Joe, uh, the Biden administration and high ranking uh, officials in the Fed from saying we're officially in a recession. The th- the main thing that they were standing on was strong labor markets. And so that's why there was so much. Um, so many opposing views on if we're in a recession, if we're in a recession is because we had, quote unquote, strong labor markets. And until that softens, then you don't have the three pronged effect that you usually have during a recession, high inflation, low uh, or bear market and job loss. Right. So they try to say, well, we don't have those three things. We only have two of those things. So how could we be in a recession? Well. Let's talk about it, y'all. Mark Zuckerberg, first of all, I'm looking at a picture of this guy and y'all, I don't, I mean, I grew up, you know, if you're in my age bracket and, you know, you listen to this podcast, I'm going to venture to say we we may have grown up similarly. I'm going to just say that we used to do something called roasting growing up in high school. That was huge in high school where you just kind of, you know, charge and roasting, capping, Whatever, whatever you called it in your section of the uh, of where you grew up, man, this guy Zuckerberg, he is just it's hard for me to not look at a picture of him and just go in on him. He looks like he just looks like a character, man. I mean, his hair, his eyes, he just looks like a robot. But anyway, I digress. So Mark Zuckerberg and Meta you know it as Facebook has about 86,000 employees uh, in Silicon Valley and uh, I think company wide. He walked in on yesterday morning and in one motion, first of all, Meta has been taking a beating this year as far as earnings. Uh, He's lost I want to say deca billions this year, just this year alone. Um, let's see. Let's see. I'm, I want to let give you guys a number. Let's see. He's lost one hundred billion dollars. No, 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 no. I don't want to jump out the gate. <laughs> let's see. Let's see. It hasn't been a great year for Zuckerberg. Meta stock. Uh, was flying high. Woo, 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 woo. Uh, it says Zuckerberg has lost 100 billion, uh, nearly three fourths of his fortune. Okay, so this let's just you know, the brothers lost a whole lot of money, a whole lot of money this year. Facebook is not doing well, and so on. Yesterday, he went in and in one motion, he fired eleven thousand employees. Now this is just phase one of restructuring at Meta. 100, I'm sorry, 11,000 employees of 86,000. That's a lot of human beings. Like, I, I know it just sounds like a number when you hear it, like, like, but these are people. These are families. These are households. And there's more to come. So, the argument that, well, jobs are still strong. 
well, they're not strong for 11,000 people in really I'm in Sacramento. He's about an hour. Uh, the Facebook headquarters is about an hour and some change away from me. So I, I now have 11,000 people in my area. Qualified people, they worked in the tech industry, you know, making probably uh, low six figures, high five figures. So now they're now looking for jobs in my area. They're fighting against each other to look for reemployment, you know, look for more employment, making comparable money. That's a problem. Right. And so. There's going to be much more of this. I, I've said in past podcasts how Ford let go of uh, three. I think it was three thousand of their employees in one shot. And so these companies are losing money. And this is what happens in a recession. Right. Everyone starts tightening. Uh, shout out to Orlando Miner. I follow him on. He's a great follow on uh, YouTube and Instagram. And I was listening to his one of his latest YouTube videos and he talks about how businesses um, when they want to cut back, you know, when, when the earnings aren't doing well, which they usually don't do during a recession, they have two ways of, of cutting it on the back end. And that's with through employment and through marketing, right? Marketing is kind of something that you do to build business. But if people are just, if there's a, 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 economic tightening and people just are deciding I'm not going to spend money right now because I can't afford to marketing isn't as isn't as important so they cut back in that area I don't have to spend as much on marketing because it's not really serving me anyway so I'll save money by cutting back on marketing and then obviously by cutting employees you save money there you don't have to for each one of these 11,000 employees, that's a benefits package. That's, uh, you know, different things that come with employment like EAP and, uh, you know, mental health packages. Us as employees, we have all these things that our company pays for 401k, uh, matching and different things aside from salary. So companies do this to really save money on their back end when they're not making a lot of money. So we're going to start seeing a whole lot more of this. So what does that mean for us? What does that mean for us? You know, we've had past podcasts where we talked about the great resignation and, you know, uh, we, we definitely oftentimes talk about early retirement and, you know, um, making your, you know, just just the overall. The overall, I don't want to say disdain, but low level of love for our jobs. Let, let, let's do that. Me personally, I, I talk about that a lot in this podcast. Shire seems to love her job and that's great for Shire. You may be the same, but there's a lot of us out here that we work uh, out of necessity, right? In recessions, when people are losing your job, losing their jobs and there there's going to be job loss, we have to, almost learn to we have to fall in love with our jobs again <laughs> i was telling shire off mic i was saying you know if if early if this time 2023 so december or november 2023 or early 2024 if you still have your job 
you did you 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 you're in a good spot. Not if you've done this great, you know, made ten x uh, doing you know real estate, or if you if you're if you're if you've paid off your debt, or if you if you've done this other great thing, then you're better off. No, 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 no. If you simply still have employment going through this recession, you're blessed. And so that really should things and news like this should put into perspective how fortunate you are, you, the listener, me, Marcus, you know, Shira, how we we all are to have employment and and instead of having a disdain for employment, which is which is okay because the goal is to retire early for many of us in this community. The goal is, you know, to be able to exchange your time and get some of your time back in the way of not working. We would get that. But when you're going through any economic tightening like this and like we're we're heading for, you have to just just zoom out and 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 recalibrate and put into perspective the times we're in. I've said before, a lot of influence you guys listen to if you're listening to their content they're still bringing on the guy that made thirty thousand dollars uh selling rubber bands online or the airbnb host that made a hundred thousand dollars in two days or the the uh the lady who makes you know ten thousand dollars a month as a virtual assistant using her phone or insert whatever lottery-esque story you want to you want to insert a lot of your favorite financial podcasts still bring on those guests but we're gonna go we're gonna go ahead and just keep it 100 with you guys like we've been doing and give you a real dose of reality that we're heading into a very uh uh sensitive time in the economy see the whole financial influencer community or financial education community has never operated during a recession. You know, unless you're an OG like a Dave Ramsey or a Susie Orman or some of the OGs like that, you weren't really active during the 2008, 2009 recession. Many of our demographic were young adults during that time, just starting life or just entering college or getting out of college. And you weren't, we weren't homeowners and we didn't have assets and, and stuff like that. Well, now we're, we're, we're fully grown adults now, right? We have kids. Some of us has, some of us have uh, young grandchildren. So we're really, this is the first we've experienced of this. And so we don't, a lot of us don't know what to expect. You know what I mean? But we're here to give you a dose of reality that, Keeping your employment is is a very important, very important. When we come out of this sensitive economic time, then we could go back to being a little more aggressive and uh, with our messaging. We could go back to being a little more, um, you know, try, try, trying some different things. But in times like this, you really need to just get back to basics. Not too many people are going to tell you this. I'm just going to keep it a thousand with you guys. Not too many people 
who have microphones and platforms are going to tell you this because this doesn't push the needle. This doesn't this doesn't do crazy numbers, but we're going to keep it real with you guys here. So. That's that's just something to think about. Please put that in your back pocket. Consider what I'm what I'm sharing with you guys and and show your employer as hard as this may be to do that you're that you're valuable. If you do uh shout out to uh uh Stack, Steven Stack. Uh we've had him on our show. He gave some different tips recently. Show your clients that you're valuable. If you're if you do some type of consulting or coaching or anything like that, show your employer that you're valuable. Um, because they're going to be folks are going to be looking to cut cost. Just like you want to save money. Just like you're saving your money and you're and you're couponing right now and you're doing this and that and 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 trying to eat eat at home and not eat out. Just like you're tightening, your employer is tightening. Or if you're a small business, your clients are tightening. So you have to show them your value. All right. Moving on to more news. Uh, let's see here. Now you guys know. Okay, so I got to, we got to talk about this. So I'm just going to tell you this news. I didn't really dig in on this. You guys know that I'm not big on the whole Bitcoin thing or the cryptocurrency thing. Right. So there is this big hubbub. Uh, I'm going to just read you the headline. Uh, uh, FTX hurdles towards bankruptcy with eight billion dollar hole. So this is what I understand of it. There was one big cryptocurrency entity that was going to buy out another. And ended up backing out of the deal. And that whatever deal that they backed out of that, that was backed out of really like did a number on the cryptocurrency industry, the cryptocurrency um, community, like the exchange. It just like did something catastrophic to the cryptocurrency industry. And that's been a, like a huge topic of conversation in that community. Now, like I said, I'm not too far into it. I have no money in cryptocurrency, any cryptocurrency whatsoever. I'm not a cryptocurrency expert. Shires dot. We really don't talk about that that much on this platform, but it's been like talked about. It's all over all of the financial news uh, platforms. So. I said, well, we got to talk about it in some capacity. So I stumbled on another article from world renowned uh, hedge fund and an overall investor, Warren Buffett. So he says. In he was asked about Bitcoin. Because Bitcoin, which is kind of like the I've said, it's kind of like the Kleenex of cryptocurrency so if cryptocurrency is tissue right the the product tissue with the thing you use when you need to wipe your nose kleenex is like the biggest tissue brand so oftentimes you say hey man hand me a kleenex right 
but really Kleenex is just a brand of tissue. Well, Bitcoin is just a type of cryptocurrency, but it's the biggest name in cryptocurrency. So you automatically say Bitcoin. Like we just default when we're talking about crypto, we say Bitcoin. Well, anyway, Bitcoin has dropped drastically and I've talked about it, but it's gotten way worse than it is. It's it's just dropped drastically shout out to Irish journey they did a video and reminded us uh, of their video they did a video recently talking about how they believe it may go down to three thousand dollars a share now we're talking about bitcoin was at getting close to seventy thousand dollars a share now that's that's ridiculous seventy thousand dollars a share at one point and they were saying it was going to get to one hundred thousand dollars a share and so now they have dropped 70 percent and they and some financial experts asked Warren Buffett, what does he think? He says, and I quote, they will come to a bad ending. A year since its 69 K peak. Bitcoin has plummeted more than 70 percent. Here's why Warren Buffett. Has hated cryptocurrency all along. Now, if you don't know who Warren Buffett is, I mean, this dude is like the Michael Jordan of investing. Okay, he is uh, associated with uh, I want to say who's Warren Buffett? Brookshire Brookshire Hathaway, I believe. Anyway, he's a big hedge fund guy. Yes, Brook uh, Brookshire Hathaway. There we go. Big hedge fund guy. He has, you know, some great philosophies. He says business. Um, uh, you're just investing in in strong businesses when you're picking, you know, what company, you know, you should invest in on the stock market. Well, how is this company's business model? You know, he really has a simple yet hyper intellectual approach to investing and he's been successful he's one of the most successful investors uh of the century and he never he was never sold on bitcoin he says they will come to an end very badly he also says if you owned all of the bitcoin in the world and you offered it to me for $25 i would i wouldn't take it Let's, I'm going to say that again. So if, so for all you Bitcoin enthusiasts and everyone who's on the Bitcoin and cryptocurrency hype train. Now, I, I think it's safe to say if, if he's saying this about Bitcoin, he's essentially saying this about cryptocurrency. I think it's safe to say that, right? He says, if you owned all of the Bitcoin in the world and you offered it to me for $25, I wouldn't take it. That was earlier this year when it was lit. So why is Bitcoin trash per Warren Buffett, one of the greatest investors of the 21st century? He says it has no unique value at all. (laughs) So for everyone who says who like who wanted to say, well, it's the technology associated. See, that's what the Bitcoin enthusiast said. It's the technology associated with 
the currency that that is going to change the game, right? You can track it. It's it's trackable. It's traceable. It's this is this, this, that. He says it has no unique value to it. What the technology is one thing, but the what can I go buy with this? Well, that's to come. That's in the future. You know what I mean? You got to think in the future. And da, 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 da. he's like, no, I'll pass. He says they don't reproduce. They can't mail you a check. They can't do anything. And what you hope is that somebody else comes along and pays you more money for them later. But that person's got the problem now. Right. So it's just. It's just a bad thing. You're pretty much selling hope. You're selling the hope attached to Bitcoin. It's like, yo, this is going to be worth something later. It has it has all these good traits. And it's like you're just trying to sell it to another fool. Essentially, that's how you're going to get money. So the second thing he says, uh, he doesn't think crypto counts as money. Yo, some of our old people like they just going to tell you how how a T.I. is like they're not going to sugarcoat nothing. He's not only old, he's filthy rich and he's in, he's like very intelligent. So he's just going to just he's just going to just put it out there. He says. It does. It doesn't count as money like. He calls it a mirage. Yo, man, like. This dude's clowning and and, and like. He can do that. He, he he has the receipts, as they say, right? He says it does not meet the test of currency. The billionaire said on CNBC, it's not a durable means of exchange. It's not a store of value. Dang. I mean, ether. He's ethering the whole cryptocurrency industry. <laughs> and third, he says he doesn't understand it. See, so that's where. The crypto and Bitcoin enthusiasts will will try to get him. Well, see, you just don't get it. See, it's technology. See, see, he old school and this and that and this and that. Yo, if he's old school, I want to be old school, too. We're talking about a billionaire. That invests. In the stock market, in real estate, in commodities, this. If this guy's going right. And everyone else is going left. I'm going to try to go right to see what he's talking about. Not what y'all talking about. So, like I said earlier, we're going to close out with this. How does Warren Buffett pick winning stocks? Well, the billionaire investor follows the value investing strategy, which focuses on buying an undervalued stock of strong companies and holding them for a long time. Simple, right? I think that he just dropped the mic with that one. Like, keep it simple. Keep it simple. I'm sorry. I'm smacking my punching my hand. If y'all can hear that. This is not the time. To. To get crazy. Keep it simple. You're we're heading into a recession. Keep it simple. You want to invest in the stock market. Keep it simple. It's 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 not fun. It's not it's 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 not you know most popular, but it's gonna get. It's at the end 
of the road, when we when when both sides meet at the finish line. I'm going to be and the people who keep it simple are going to be at the finish line with the bottle of water. Talking and laughing about the journey and how they made it over. And just over the hill, we're going to see all these folks that were trying to do the catchy. Uh, interesting, you know, cool happening, snazzy kind of strategy. We're going to see them crawling to the finish line, looking like they've seen a ghost. So as we enter this really economic tightening, we got to stay locked in with each other. We have to keep it simple. We have to do the things that aren't as fun and as popular. And then when we come out of it, we will be better off than those that didn't. Y'all, I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Quick Cast. I love joining y'all, man. I love being on with y'all. So share this with your people if you enjoyed this as well. Let folks know what we got going on here. I'm trying to keep these a little bit longer, um, you know, to give you guys uh, some 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 good content, give you guys something to listen to at the gym. You know, while you're driving and, and while you're just doing doing your thing. So that's all I got, man. I'm gonna holler at y'all on the next one. About peace.